Good morning, and welcome to Simply AI. It's Wednesday, February 14th. On today's show, discover the top 10 AI tools you need to use in 2024, and hear the OpenAI CEO's warning about the potential dangers of artificial intelligence. Plus, find out how doctors face challenges in diagnosing diseases when looking at images of darker skin. This coverage and more, up next. I'm David, and you're listening to Simply AI. We start off with a look at how artificial intelligence continues to revolutionize various industries by streamlining workflows, enhancing productivity, and unlocking new possibilities. Today, we're going to discuss the top 10 AI tools set to redefine how we interact with technology in 2024. Celeste, our correspondent for Simply AI, is here to delve into this. Let's start with the first tool on the list, GPT-4. Indeed, David. GPT-4, developed by OpenAI, stands as a pinnacle in natural language understanding and generation. It empowers users to engage in more sophisticated conversations and tackle complex tasks with ease, thanks to its enhanced contextual comprehension and nuanced responses. What about IBM Watson? It's been a leader in cognitive computing for a while now. Absolutely. IBM Watson continues to offer powerful AI solutions across healthcare, finance, and beyond. Its robust analytics capabilities and deep learning algorithms enable organizations to extract actionable insights from vast datasets, driving informed decision-making. Google Cloud AI is also a major player in this space. Can you tell us more about its offerings? Google's suite of AI-powered tools, including TensorFlow and Google Cloud Machine Learning Engine, remains indispensable for developers and data scientists. It provides a comprehensive platform for innovation, from building custom machine learning models to leveraging pre-trained APIs for image and speech recognition. Microsoft Azure Cognitive Services is another tool that's been gaining traction. How does it fit into this landscape? Microsoft Azure Cognitive Services empowers developers to integrate AI capabilities into their applications effortlessly. With APIs spanning vision, speech, language, and search, it enables seamless integration of AI-driven functionalities, enhancing user experiences across diverse platforms. Amazon AI Services and Salesforce Einstein are also on the list. Can you elaborate on their contributions? Certainly. Amazon's suite of AI services, including Amazon Lex and Amazon Recognition, continues to redefine customer engagement and content moderation. Salesforce Einstein, on the other hand, revolutionizes customer relationship management with its AI-driven insights and automation capabilities. Both provide scalable solutions tailored to meet the demands of businesses of all sizes. OpenCV, PyTorch, Hugging Face Transformers, and DeepMind AlphaFold round out the top 10. Can you give us a quick overview of these tools? OpenCV remains the go-to library for computer vision applications, offering a comprehensive suite of tools for image and video analysis. PyTorch has emerged as a preferred framework for deep learning research and development, thanks to its intuitive interface. Hugging Face Transformers provides state-of-the-art natural language processing models and tools for developers and researchers. Lastly, DeepMind AlphaFold represents a groundbreaking advancement in protein folding prediction with implications for drug discovery, biotechnology, and beyond. Indeed, these top 10 AI tools of 2024 represent the forefront of innovation and technological advancement. 
but with such advancements come potential dangers. OpenAI CEO Sam Altman has voiced concerns about these very issues, specifically the very subtle societal misalignments that could cause these systems to wreak havoc. Speaking at the World Government Summit in Dubai, Altman also called for the creation of a body similar to the International Atomic Energy Agency to oversee AI. Here to delve deeper into this is our correspondent, Abby. Yes, David. Altman's concerns are not about the stereotypical fears of killer robots, but rather the more nuanced societal misalignments. He suggests that these AI systems could inadvertently cause significant problems in society, even without any ill intentions. That's quite a concern. What does Altman suggest as a solution? Altman believes that the AI industry, including companies like OpenAI, should not be the ones driving the regulations governing the industry. He suggests the creation of a body similar to the International Atomic Energy Agency to oversee AI, which he believes is advancing faster than the world expects. And what does he say about the current state of discussions around AI regulation? Altman acknowledges that there's a lot of discussion happening right now, with everyone having a conference or a policy paper. He sees this as a healthy and necessary stage, but he also believes that in the next few years, we need to move towards an action plan with global buy-in. OpenAI has been a leader in the field of AI and has seen significant investment from Microsoft. How does this position Altman in the AI landscape? Altman has become the public face for generative AI's rapid commercialization and the concerns that come with it. OpenAI's success and its partnerships have put it at the forefront of the AI industry. What about the local context in the UAE where Altman was speaking? The UAE has its own AI firm, G42, which is believed to have the world's leading Arabic language AI model. However, the firm has faced allegations of spying and data collection. The conversation with Altman, however, did not touch on these local concerns. And finally, what does Altman say about the future of AI? Altman believes that AI is still in its infancy, comparing the current technology to the first cell phones with black and white screens. He thinks that in a few more years, AI will be much better than it is now. And in a decade, it should be pretty remarkable. Thanks for those insights, Abby. Now, let's shift our focus to a recent study from MIT researchers that reveals a disparity in medical diagnostics. The study found that doctors are less accurate when diagnosing skin diseases based on images of patients with darker skin. And while AI assistance could improve doctors' accuracy, the improvements were greater for patients with lighter skin. Here to delve deeper into this is Michael, a correspondent for Simply AI. Can you tell us more about this study? Certainly, David. The study involved over a thousand dermatologists and general practitioners. Dermatologists accurately characterized about 38% of the images they saw, but only 34% of those that showed darker skin. General practitioners, who were less accurate overall, showed a similar decrease in accuracy with darker skin. This is the first study to demonstrate physician diagnostic disparities across skin tone. What could be the reasons for this disparity? The researchers suggest that one factor could be the predominance of lighter skin tones in dermatology textbooks and training materials. Another possibility is that some doctors may have less experience in treating patients with darker skin. It's not that doctors intentionally perform worse on certain types of patients, but rather a lack of knowledge and experience could lead to lower accuracy. 
And how does AI come into play here? The research team found that AI assistance could improve doctors' accuracy. They developed an AI algorithm and trained it on about 30,000 images. The algorithm had an accuracy rate of about 47%, and using it improved accuracy for both dermatologists and general practitioners. However, the improvements were greater when diagnosing patients with lighter skin. What implications does this study have for the medical field and AI development? The findings could stimulate medical schools and textbooks to incorporate more training on patients with darker skin. They could also guide the deployment of AI assistance programs for dermatology. It's important to note that while AI can assist, it's crucial for doctors to have a comprehensive understanding of how different skin diseases might look on different shades of skin. Thanks for that report, Michael. Now, let's shift our focus to New South Wales, where a purpose-built AI app called NSW EduChat is being trialed in 16 public schools. Unlike other AI tools, this virtual tutor doesn't just provide answers, but instead prompts students with questions to encourage critical thinking. Here to discuss this further is James, a correspondent for Simply AI. Can you tell us more about this app and how it differs from other AI tools like ChatGPT? Certainly, David. NSW EduChat, designed by the state's Department of Education, is modeled on ChatGPT, but is built specifically for the state's curriculum. Unlike ChatGPT, the app is designed to only respond to questions that relate to schooling and education. It doesn't reveal full answers or write essays. Instead, it aims to encourage critical thinking by asking guided questions that prompt the student to respond, much like a teacher would. That's interesting. How have the students been responding to this new tool? The students seem to be finding it quite useful. For instance, Michaela, a Year 8 student, mentioned that asking questions in classroom settings can be intimidating. She says the app helps reduce the stigma of AI chatbots and provides support when parents or teachers aren't available. Another student, Leah, a Year 12 school captain, has been using NS Chat for her HSC dance subject to gain inspiration for her performance concepts. What about the teachers? How are they finding this new tool? Teachers have their own version of the tool, which they can use to direct classroom content. James Laird, the deputy principal of Ponds High School, hopes the app has the potential to reduce the significant administrative burden of teachers. He says staff have already used it to design complex course content, including lesson plans and worksheets. And what about privacy concerns? How is the data handled? Paul Wood, the executive director of the Nensawas Department of Education, says the app doesn't have the same privacy concerns as other technologies, including ChatGPT, as the data is controlled by, and only visible to, its internal servers. The departmental control also means responses generated are aligned with the state's curriculum. It sounds like a promising tool. What's next for Chat? The app is currently being trialed in 16 public schools across the state for the next two terms. The trial will determine its viability to go sector-wide, it's also a learning curve, with the app being continually tested for bugs as students test it. Thanks to our Simply AI reporter, James, for those insights. And with that, we wrap up our stories for today. Thanks for listening to Simply AI. We'll see you back here tomorrow.